Insert jingle. Welcome. Insert jingle. Be the one, be the one. Welcome. Be the one. Insert What are you drinking? Uh, I'm actually drinking a glass of wine. Well, nay, correction, bottle. A glass of bottle. <laughs> this is this came out of a box of three bottles that I got for Christmas from work. But um, I'm not really normally a wine drinker, but I ran out of beer and the supermarket was closed when I walked past it earlier. I'm assuming because it's Labor Day even though it's Saturday. So they've treated today like a bank holiday when it's the weekend because that's how they roll here. My friend uh, actually gave me a call this morning and dropped off a beer because he, uh, he went with his girlfriend to a little brewery in this town just outside Prague and he brought me a, a beer back. He brought it to you bareback. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. So yeah, I didn't even know what it was until I just opened and poured it because it's just, you know, a plastic bottle with a sticker on it. But all the sticker says is RP Special. Plastic? Yeah. It's plastic. it's not a big brewery. It's like a... Yeah, but come on. They can have, can they not afford glass? <laughs> uh, this is this is um, tap beer. Ah, right. It's very dark and... Really nice, although there's a bit of a hint of like sort of bacon, sort of smoky hint in the taste, which I, I never like in beers. But no, it's nice. Uh, what's it called again? Um, RP Special, because it's from Rzichanski Pivovar. Bless you. What, what it doesn't even have the alcohol content on it, but it tastes pretty alcoholic. Because <laughs> they, they don't fucking know, do they? <laughs> well, they, they don't want to tell you. You're probably going to like have a heart attack or something live on air. It's time for a big heart attack. <laughs> this is an art attack. This is an art attack. You know, he's Scouse. And uh, when I was a little kid watching that. Was I, my I, accent not good enough then or what? No, I'm just going to say that as a kid, when I clearly didn't know anything about the world, uh, I just knew he had a weird accent. I thought he was Australian. Oh, yeah. It's weird to think that I could even... Art attack. Perceive that in that way. No. This is an art attack. Mate. This is a big art attack. This is a big fucking art attack. I used to think he had a, a an art attack and died of it, but that turned out to be fake news. And this is long before the term fake news was coined. This was That was pre- the beginning. <laughs> it's all down to Neil Buchanan. This was pre-post-truth age. I wonder what he's doing now, actually. Right now. Well, let's call him and find out. <laughs> Neil? We're, yeah. We're not that big yet. <laughs> Setting you up for a sketch. Oh, oh God. No. He, he's looking pretty w- worse for wear these days, I have oh, to say. No, really? Which picture include... are you looking at? Official website for Neil Buchanan? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, the official. Bad. <laughs> that is genuine. That is genuinely a website that I'm looking at. NeilBuchanan.co.uk. Oh bloody hell! He can actually paint. It's not just kiddie stuff he can do with paper mache and and all that jazz. Uh, it was so, annoyed me so much when 
everything he started, I really wanted to make. And then he'd always come to papier-mâché. And I never had the stuff that you needed. I, I made one of his papier-mâché uh, things once. The um, It was like a fish out of toilet rolls. Oh, that Venice pit painting is nice. He's given it a shit name. I'm surprised oh, he West hasn't side got like a um, YouTube channel or, or something. He's a bit um, before that generation, isn't he? <clears throat> well, I mean, come on. I think a lot of people like in the generation above us and above don't quite understand the power of um, YouTube still. Even now? Yeah, I think they're still sort of condescending towards it. Even when people do shoot to like global fame through it, I think they still get a bit of a upturned nose from TV types. Well, I suppose if if he's made his millions from Art Attack, probably doesn't feel the need to, um, you know. Do you think he's made millions? I mean, over um, the years, probably. He's doing it for a long time. He deserves to have made millions. <laughs> he's included his big art attacks in his, on his website. Oh, really? Big art. He, he loves a bit of big art, doesn't he? So, um, yeah, Georgina's watching 90 Day Fiance. I don't watch it. I, I've seen a lot of um, YouTubers uh, watch it and react to it. And to be honest, it is hilarious. So I, I probably would watch it if it were if I had TV. And if you it would were watch on, it, I haven't you... got TV. Yeah, I haven't got TV really. I, it's not like if I was like if I was back in my family home and my mum had it on, which you probably would watch that kind of shit. Right. I would probably sit and watch it. I'd have nothing better to do. That actually makes me feel a bit better because to be to be fair, I. I I, Georgina likes those kinds of programs and when and she has it on I do I try and avoid watching it but then you know I'll just glance over at her screen now and again and then before you know it I'm basically you know rooting for Big Ed (laughs) with all your heart I'm kind of you know getting getting the snacks and and drinks ready and and putting my feet up waiting for her to to put it on Um, but one of my guilty pleasures which I have never told anyone except you now, Dav. So don't go telling anyone this. Uh, legions of fans. The Real Housewives of Orange County, Melbourne, I think Vancouver had one. I, I get quite, I tend to get quite, quite into that. And also uh, Below Deck. Have you watched any Below Deck? Have I watched any what Below Deck? Have you watched any Below, below Deck? Is, is, is the name of a series... It's about um, low deck. The crew, it's about ant. the crew on um, <laughs> on super yachts, luxury super yachts. And every series is a is a different yacht. Maybe the same captain, but um, different crew. And it's just you know following them around on a super yacht while they cater for very wealthy guests. And there's often a bit of drama and arguing and shagging and stuff basically it's trash tv but i for some reason can't uh i don't know just got into it you know does that sound like a cup of tea does that sound like a muffet of tea to you no to be honest no well it didn't sound like it to me either but um i ended up with oh and the oh what was the other one uh married at first sight 
Yeah, well, it's it's one of those things. I remember my um, my friend from school. One, he's quite a lot like me and and you. And he sort of came out to me in like 2012 as being a big fan of uh, Made in Chelsea. Oh right, and that was such a massive surprise to me at the time. Right, like really couldn't get my head around it that he like he would be the last person I would think. Why? Because he's Welsh. All my friends from school are Welsh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, was he the only one? You what? I thought you were an Afghan. Um, Yeah, but I I figured that maybe, I don't know, the whole Chelsea vibe wouldn't be what your Welsh crew would be be after, you know? No, it was just like sort of trash... um, gossipy soap opera reality tv i was i was surprised that he like he's very cynical he's he'd be the he'd just be the last per, like he'd be the person i can imagine ripping it out of someone else for liking that kind of thing right and this so what is about- before he had a girlfriend so you couldn't even blame that but it's the thing but if i sit down then which i think i had to on that occasion because i think i was staying at his and watched an episode or two and it's like yeah Clearly, I can see how people get into these things. Like, you meet a bunch of characters, and you're sort of interested to know what happens to them next. Yeah, and I always, I always find it kind of interesting from a psychological perspective, just seeing real people. I mean, I know some of it's probably scripted, but it's just interesting to see how people interact and stuff. What about Towie? Yeah, I've never seen that one. I've seen like maybe two, three episodes of Made in Chelsea. That's that's it out of those ones. Back in, oh, I don't know, probably 10, nine, eight years ago, me and G got into uh, the Valleys. And <laughs> I was just going to mention the Valleys. <laughs> and what was the um, Geordie Shaw? Um, like, that's proper shit telly, isn't it? But I don't know, found it so addictive. The Valleys was just funny because... I saw a couple of them out around Cardiff, I think. Oh yeah, back at the time, and it it was funny because uh, in that you know they're coming from like shitty valleys towns, and like uh, then Cardiff is like the big bright light city, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, funny how how it was quite American in its format, wasn't it? This kind of shouty telly of of people come, yeah, going to the bright lights of the city, sort of thing. Yeah. And all well excited about it, and even though you know, I've, like that, that that age group who lives in the valleys, they come down to Cardiff every weekend. You know, <laughs> yes. it's like a half hour train ride, if that, away. And uh, yeah, it's just funny to to watch a show like that from like based where you're from, and like sort of recognize all the pubs and the clubs that they, they're in. I I watched yeah. the first couple of episodes for that reason. Um. It's all a bit too close to home. They, um, I mean, the, the type of people to go on these programs, like Geordie Shaw and stuff, they're proper like alpha males and stuff, aren't they? And whatever the equivalent of a woman is, who are just like up for partying and shagging and drama and yeah, you know arguing. what type of person they were in school. They basically that same type of person. They're like the jocks and the and the the rars. Did you have Ra's in your school? No, definitely not. <laughs> we had the shame crew. The what? 
the shame crew there was a bunch of girls who basically hung around and and uh they went shame to people who uh i don't know oh who who did something shameful wore something oh, wrong God. or <laughs> oh my god that's so cliquey and now gross. who's ashamed <laughs> uh here's a fun fact my nan bumped into spencer matthews in the uh garden center in who the fuck um, is spencer matthews near waybridge <laughs> <laughs> he's on made Some in chelsea called spencer matthews <laughs> that is a fun fact <laughs> Yeah, My mum bumped into uh, <laughs> Richard Evans in Tesco, St. Manon's, the other day. Oh, is he a shelf stacker as well? Yep. <laughs> um, no, that's Die Shelf. But she bumped into him too. I bet she did. <laughs> and oh, I she's didn't go been, to any posh schools. This was a few years ago, by the way, and, and she hasn't stopped talking about it since. So she's she's uh, she was quite um, impressed by his... Beautiful eyes and and flawless skin, but he's also a twat, right? As a person, are we entering libel territory again? I, no, I think you're allowed to call people twats. That's not a factual statement. You're allowed to call people it's twats. An expression of opinion, right? You can't go to court oh. and be like, "I can categorically claim I'm not right. a twat." Fine, fine. Okay, he does yeah, seem a bit of a twat, and he's and he's. And he's posh, so of course you can call him a twat and get away with it. <laughs> um, oh, I don't just say I don't hate posh people just because they're posh. Really, like, what, like when I go back to Cardiff now, a lot of people tend to assume I'm English, which is a bit painful for me because I never even went to any posh schools, <laughs> at any posh schools. So what happened? I don't know. I lost my accent somewhere, misplaced it, and uh, Did you leave it in France. Well, see, I haven't completely lost it because I would never say France. Yeah, but, but you could say France and still be English. Yeah, I think I've just got a very neutral British accent now, apart from a, like a very select set of words. The thing is, you've said this before, and I, I still can't help but disagree. You sound distinctly Welsh to me. I don't know if that's because I've got a finely tuned ear or, or if maybe just because I know you're Welsh and I'm projecting my idea of Welshness onto you well my english friend here i was always like sort of taking the piss uh, trying to say that um i sort of um affect my accent you know that i i deliberately try to get rid of my welsh accent oh and really sound posh I, I he knows it's not true but he does think he does think i haven't got a welsh accent and i definitely like i've listened to sort of cassette tape recordings of me as a kid and I definitely had a stronger accent, like a more a more Cardiff accent back then as a, as a teenager. Yeah, well, it is quite a subtle one. I'll give you that. It's quite uh, sad, though, but it makes sense now. I mean, I live here in, in Prague and I don't really ever hear my hometown accent apart from the times when I'm when I'm back there. But I suppose you're my family. What you're describing is something that happens to people in England too, really. You know, where the their regional accent uh, gets kind of neutralised. What I can't accept is people moving to, like, say, America and then having an American accent within three years. <laughs> I can't see how that can happen. Yeah, I mean, I'm not speaking a... with a Czech accent. 
it's it's funny it does seem to happen to some people more than others i mean my like my mum's lived in south africa for 10 years now or or more and uh she to me now she has her english i mean they they think she sounds english but to me she doesn't sound english like she used to like she has definitely got some a south african twang to her accent which she can't hear but i definitely notice on her and uh she her intonation has changed she uses words that i don't even understand or that you know that we just don't use in english lecker <laughs> that's one of them yeah she's like oh i bought some new tackies today james she's call so- you boyki boyki mm. what does what does boyki mean i've heard poiki which is like a big cauldron that they cook. yeah does she ever call you that <laughs> Big, no, she calls me Big Cauldron. <laughs> That's what she calls me. <laughs> I don't know what that means as a sexual uh, innuendo. I'll ask her. <laughs> it makes me so insecure when she keeps calling me that. What do you mean? Have you ever noticed that your cauldron is a little bit oversized, Dav? Should it be that big? Should it be steaming from the top? I'm getting worried, Poiki. But you said um, Boiki. What's a Boiki? Well, I knew a Zimbabwean uh, lady, and she used to call me that. You knew her? Yeah, she was like uh, in her 60s. She was. Uh, <laughs> I used to work with her, but she sort of took me under her wing as uh, sort of... Under her wing, eh? <laughs> A sort yeah. of uh, almost like a sort of a uh, mother figure, toy boy, and um, mm-hmm. toy boyki. Oh, so that's where it comes from. But yeah, it's, but I think it just means like um, mate. Uh, I've never heard that before. Yeah, key boyki boyki key. That could be like a diminutive suffix, uh, like like the ken in mannequin. Can't. Um, apologies to any Americans listening I think they're particularly sensitive to that word isn't that our worst word as well definitely our worst word but I think we're more desensitized to it you know it's funny um, with that word uh, I was on the sort of chavy school bus to my high school and that word was bandied about a lot all the time, every trip. And I then assumed, I just assumed it was one of the least bad swear words, like twat. Oh, really? And I just, and I said it once very casually at home when my <laughs> mum's friend was oh was over. Like she used to come over every Friday. I remember just saying something about this, like, oh, just like a stupid cunt or something, like very throwaway. <laughs> 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 I was probably like 12, 13, I guess. But they think like my parents were very liberal. So it's not like I got bollocking or anything. But my mum was like, David. <laughs> like it every cause an atmosphere. And I was like, what? Cause an atmosphere. Well, probably more for the for the sake of the visitor, you know. Well, she used to come out like every Friday from when I was a very small kid. So she was, it wasn't, she wasn't like, 
like the atmosphere changed when she came came over. She was like basically a family member. Oh, right. But um, but yeah, that's when I found out that that is the worst word, and that it's spelled with a C. I always pictured it with a K. Uh, yeah, it's funny. I I don't know when I realised it was a bad word, but it is funny how we have this word in English, um, which is so on another league to any other word that we've got in terms of offensiveness to the point where I I avoid saying it even around people I who don't care if I swear, you know, like around G, around you. <laughs> I would say it around you, but I, I sort of reserve it for times when I really, really think someone is a cunt. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's kind of like it, it has a special impact that you don't want to go wasting. Yeah. Um, and also I, I do kind of feel dirty if I when i use it i feel dirty makes me feel dirty i feel so dirty makes me feel so dirty i feel disappointed in myself for using it if i use it in in a way that didn't quite merit you know the use of that word which is quite it's quite an interesting phenomenon i think linguistically do you know what i mean because i'm pretty sure at least in french spanish and german there is there is not and you know the european languages there isn't any i might be wrong about this but i don't know of any word that has such an impact i think bad language generally doesn't have quite the impact that it does to us in english but definitely yeah, i was going to say that it is a weirdly in anglophone thing um the, the whole swear word thing because I think it is only English, really, that has that, right? That has words that you can only say after a certain time on TV and that are genuine taboos. Like there's the watershed and there's the kind of, um, in America, the way they bleep bad language, whereas in in Europe they seem to just play it all day long. Yeah, I remember being shocked when I was in New York that how... um, how prudish they were about it. I remember Click, that Adam Sandler film was on, after 9pm. And there's this bit where he like pauses with that magical remote and like gets up on David Hasselhoff's desk and farts in his face and then unpauses. And I'd seen the film, so I knew that what he said at that point was, I smell shit. And and it was like late at night and it on and it went like it was like a bad dub. It went like I smell caca. <laughs> oh my god. What? <laughs> oh yeah, they actually redub stuff. They redub swear words well they had it on they had in that i don't want to go saying like they do it because that's the one time i've been to america and it was like 2008 but yeah i was shocked but i've always sort of hated sensitivity around words but i guess like you were just saying does have his positive in the sense that you've always got that word to resort to when you really want to make an impact yeah i i kind of enjoy the fact that we have words like that have that do have that impact because if you use them properly then it can be quite um rewarding i suppose quite um <laughs> rewarding arousing <laughs> and yeah, i've um... never quite understood i've never quite understood the way that in in other european languages or at least the ones i'm familiar with they clearly have words of a different register, you know, and, and words that you would not use in certain situations and it would be inappropriate to use in front of 
granny and stuff. But even so, they don't seem to have the same uh, attitude towards them or, or reaction to them that we do in the UK. It's like bad in the UK, bad language is enough, or at least it used to be enough to dictate whether a film was rated PG or 12 or 15. Whereas the kids here in Spain and probably in Czech Republic, I don't know, or Czechia, uh, they're actually legally allowed to watch films in, in the cinema that I wasn't allowed to watch at their age, which is quite a funny, funny thought, purely based on the language used in the film. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe there's some sexual activity which we're also quite prudish about yeah that they don't seem to be that prudish about that yeah you hear uh, like the czech the most popular czech swear word all the time yeah it's just which like, is tivole i would say that's the one i always hear what does it mean um i think it means like you donkey or something <laughs> or let me just translate you donkey So even Google Translate gives dude as a translation, but it me- okay, apparently it literally means you ox. Oh, but right. they use it like when you hear people say it, and especially like if you hear like a couple of guys outside a pub or if you go to a sports game, you'll in a sports game, you'll hear it. It'll be like between every other word. It's just like fucking, it's like fucking in Czech, basically. Right. Um. But yeah, but not with this, again, not with the same impact. And it's like in France, you can easily imagine a kid being like, oh, putain. Actually, I don't know. Would it, would a, would a parent have a go at a kid in France for being like, ah, oh, putain? I think, I think they, I think they would for a kid. Yeah. Maybe not a teenager. Or merde. Yeah. I think I've always had a sense that like merde is not as strong as shit because I, I'm pretty sure these are words that I've I've heard on like the French dubbing of The Simpsons, and like you know the, how The Simpsons was kind of not quite geared towards children, but geared towards adults enough to include a certain like select few swear words like crap, ass, the odd bastard, but obviously they wouldn't say shit or fuck. That's just out of bounds for the Simpsons, but in in French, they I've I've heard merde and putain in the French Simpsons, so they obviously consider that to be the old bastard. That's another sitcom, isn't it? <laughs> there's a Google search result here in a Tivola where you can just see there's a whole list of uh, things, but because it's on the Google results, it just comes out as like one long sentence. Dude, holy shit, whoa, you idiot, wow, oh man, oh shit, oh man, oh boy, shit man, man, you, you moron, yo, fucking hell ah man, you prick, bitch, you ass, you punk dude. So that's what it means every time someone says... Yeah, it means all those things rolled into one. Wow, I wish we had a word like that. Well, it's two words, I guess, technically. Donkey! I think even though that's not a swear word, I, that would have a big impact, I think. You're, you're doing a Gordon Ramsay impression with that. I am, actually, yes. Well done. Yeah, I knew I recognized him somewhere. But I'm not idiot, Jeff, or something. 
and he goes up in, right into his face. And he's like, "Yes, you are, donkey." <laughs> what a brilliant word to use! I wish that was more widespread. <laughs> Actually, Georgina uses it quite a lot. She calls me a donkey. That's one of those that really depends on tone, isn't it? Like, oh, you donkey. It could be affectionate. Donkey! <laughs> like, could you be more incompetent? Only, only Gordon Ramsay can really transmit that meaning of donkey. I think. Do you want a translation of donkey? Of a of some song lyrics? Yes, please. Okay, see if you can get what this is. I'm going to do the second verse before the first because it's too obvious from the first verse. So see if you can get it with this. The first you're moving one. the goalpost here massively. I think <laughs> I'm going to do. I'm going to give you the first, just not in order. From the outset, this is proving to be unfair. Just remember second verse. Okay, hit me. This is a joke featuring kilos of meat. A lot of assumptions about prostitutes in small towns. The Anise Lounge offers karaoke. We will bring you more roses, but it will not help you. And that doesn't do me any good, and it won't do you any good. Chorus. I live a healthy life near my home. I cannot stand the recent slowdown. I live a healthy life near my home. He could not help but fall. Can you give me um, a clue, like what genre this song is? Um, I guess indie. Um, okay. Is it a song that I know? I, I would think so, because it's a band I like, and for some reason I assume that you also like, even though now I come to think of it, I don't ever remember us discussing them. Can you give me the Can you give me the, the verses in order? You sure you don't want the second one again? Okay, give me the second one again. This is a joke featuring <laughs> kilos of meat. A lot of this, kilos of meat, like kilograms of meat. Right. And that's in speech marks as well. Kilos of meat. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's someone's name. A lot of assumptions about prostitutes in small towns. The Anise Lounge offers karaoke. The Anise, the Anise Lounge. <laughs> we will bring you more roses, but it will not help you. And that doesn't do me any good. And it won't do you any good. I live a healthy life near my home. I cannot stand the recent slowdown. I live a healthy life near my home. He could not help but fall. It's just, I'm just not getting anything from this. I'm not getting anything. Okay, verse one. This is going to where the penny drops. Okay. I made a cocktail called The Reason for the Divorce. He knew that. Polish my sleep notebook. Who knows? The suspicions continued, but then he hit like a horse. Who knows? The pack of cigarettes is Chinese. The rest is you. <laughs> you can leave the rest. Everything else is fine. The first line, I made a cocktail called The Reason for the Divorce. He knew that. Um, can you sing it? Um, I have a funny feeling this is a song that I actually... Oh, hang on. I can't sing it, no. It, the, 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 there's too many, too much difference in the syllables. Uh, uh, no, I can't sing either. I made elbow. a cocktail. Yes. Got it. Ground, grounds for divorce. I know they're one of those bands where I actually do quite like a lot of even their album tracks. 
on some of their albums, not all. I've got a little film title for you as well. What's this? What's this? What's this? It's a ring. Difficulty two, colon, difficulty. Difficulty two, colon, difficulty. Not not colon difficulty. It's not about <laughs> diarrhea. It's just difficulty two, dot, dot, difficulty. Difficulty <laughs> as in two, two as in... Uh, as in the second film. Die Hard. Die Hard 2, Die Harder. <laughs> That's... Is, 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 is Google Translate still this shit? Actually, one of my students mentioned this film uh, a while ago. Do you know what they called this film in, in Spain? Die Hard. They called it La Jungla de Cristal. Ah, the crystal jungle. The glass yeah, jungle. Yeah, the glass jungle. They obviously used a bit of artistic license there to come up with the translation they were happy with. The thing is that once, you, once, you've, once you've done that, you kind of you have to commit to that forever. So any subsequent word plays that they might have made out of the name of the film, they'd have to find some kind of... What's jungle? La jungla. Yeah. La jungla de cristal dos. Más cristal. <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly, yeah. What did they, I mean, what, what did they call that then? Die, so die hard. Have you got it there? No. No, it's definitely not called Más cristal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... If if I was a translator, that's what I would say because because I'm a I'm like that. I'm just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like that. You see, La Jungla dos. Oh, they didn't even call it La Jungla de Cristal dos. They called it La Jungla dos Alerta Roja. Mm. So then they were probably like, "Oh, for fuck's sake, we've really fucked ourselves over here choosing such a stupid translation." Now we've particularly got, at like Die Hard five and six or however many they've made. Do they have uh, like what? What are they called in English? Oh, God knows. I think they're just called Die Hard three, four, whatever. Die, how many there Die are. Hard with a Vengeance, Live Free, or Die Hard. <laughs> 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 oh my God! How did they? How did they cope with this? Hang on, I need to find this out. And they probably just at some point just resorted to. Die Hard. So there was La Jungla de Cristal. La Jungla dos. Alerta Roja. Jungla de Cristal. La Venganza. La Jungla 4.0. La Jungla. Un buen día para morir. Descubriendo Jungla de Cristal. And then seven, they, they called it Die Hard is Back. In English? Yes. For fuck's sake, people. They, they just had enough, didn't they? They were just like, fuck this. That could just be a sort of fascinating little thing about the internet age and how all members of that generation knew the English name to the film, where maybe back in the 90s, the Spanish audiences didn't know that they were watching a film called Die Hard, maybe. Yeah, it could be, it could be. Uh, there was definitely, there must have been more like separation between cultures before the internet became such a huge thing. 
I think you're probably right about that, Death. I don't know who that was an impression of. I don't do impressions. All my characters are original. <laughs> I think that's silly. I really do. <laughs> so you're saying that before the 2000s... No, I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Die Hard is back. The thing is, if you... If you weren't aware that the original, like the the, bait, the franchise is called Die Hard, this word Die Hard just doesn't mean anything. Is it out yet? Maybe this is like a um, working title or something. And what a shit name in English, actually. Die Hard is back. That can't be the name in English. Die Hard is back. 2020. That can't be the name in English. That's a shit name. <laughs> Well, there's a review on uh, IMDb. This was really good. Very funny. I loved it. Very enjoyable. Ten stars. So somebody liked it. Maybe it was Bruce Willis. <laughs> no, I think he looks a bit dead behind the eyes whenever he has to talk about Die Hard. Oh, oh yeah. 18 he probably is like a 60-something-year-old. You probably want a few uh, more serious roles, maybe. You want a few more hours sleep. Have you seen Un- Unbreakable? That's a good film. Um, is that the one about? Is that the one with um, what's his name? Bruce Willis. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. Bruce Willis and the Samuel L. Jackson. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> the Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel. <laughs> Samuel. L. Jackson. <laughs> did, did you know that in Spain, they call Prince Harry and Prince William Príncipe Enrique y Príncipe Guillermo? <laughs> did you know that? No. What the fuck? Like, because obviously a few weeks ago, his his royal highness passed away and... I was watching it on Príncipe the news here. Felipe. Yes, Príncipe Felipe is what they call him. And I was watching it on the news, and they were casually referring to these... Like, I mean, translating names of of historical, like, people, I can kind of understand. But of of people who are alive today, who who are literally not called that, it kind of doesn't really work, does it? It's like... No, yeah, that's that's one of the things I think I said before is um, how I think even though British people are shit at learning foreign languages, I think the impression is that they're worse with this kind of thing than they actually are because, like, you would never translate foreign, like, like Spanish royalty's name into English. Like, if they had a Prince Enrique, we would never be calling him Prince Harry. Prince Henry. <laughs> no. And uh we call them Enrique. Yeah, we might mispronounce some people might mispronounce it, but but we we've had this chat quite often cuz you live in Mercia slash Murcia. Oh yeah. I read uh, an opinion piece in the Guardian the other day um by the token Welsh writer uh talking about uh Snowden. Which I say now because I'm speaking English, right? I know it's not the oh. right, you could say right name for it, which is Aroidva, but 
I'm talking English. And her whole article was something like, uh, basically, no one should call it Snowden. <laughs> like, the true name is Eroidva. So, a bit like Ayers Rock, you know. Now it's called, um, I don't know what the real name for it is now. What's the real name for Ayers Rock? I've no idea. What is Ayers Rock? It's that huge rock in Australia. Oh, right. Yeah. What is it? Uluru or something? I'm, I'm Ulu- not sure. Uluru. I've got the R and the L mixed up. But... The thing is, it doesn't make any sense. In the same article, she refers to Wales as Wales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I bet she doesn't ever call all geographical uh, aspects and like cities and towns and other countries in their native language of those countries. It's just, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> they're, they're, <laughs> There are names for things that are different in different languages. If I'm speaking Welsh, I'll call it Cymru and Eroidfa, but I'm not going to be so pretentious. I'm going to be like, oh, I was in Cymru the other day. I was in Cymru. And decided to climb Eroidfa. Well, I mean, yeah, I can see. That's what the natives call it, dear. (laughs) The thing, this is the thing, you can interpret that as in two opposite ways, can't you? It's like, you can interpret it as pretentious or you can interpret it as being respectful to a culture that historically, you know, the English have basically, um, fucked (laughs) for want of a better word. Yes. Well, no, you know, I'm, I'm fully on board with the fact that they have fucked us (laughs) for the last like sort of thousand and a half years, maybe barring the last couple of decades. Uh, it doesn't really change the fact that different languages are different languages. We ha- we have a word for London. Well, like when I'm talking English, uh, when I'm talking Welsh, I don't say London. I say Llindain. I call England Llindain. Lloegr. I don't call it England. Right. Uh, we even have words for like Leicester and. Oh yeah, and I'm sure she wouldn't advocate you using the English word when you're saying London, even though even though the word London kind of dates back to Roman times. So it wouldn't even have the kind of same association as Anglo-Saxon words because it goes back even further. Yeah, but all words have (laughs) infinite etymologies, don't they, when you go back? (laughs) Well, yeah, but it's like, you know, when when it was introduced is kind of, and how it was introduced is is the key thing here, I suppose. Well, they mean completely different things, the, the words for that mountain, but so do the words for Wales in Welsh and in English. But she used the word Wales in her article. So that is like basically, that's the thing that makes the whole thing for like just collapse. <laughs> and I sort of resented being used as like um, the latest victim group, the latest sort of pet demographic. I don't, uh, I don't really want to be, want to be one of those. It's a bit condescending. If you want to be my lover, going to get with my friends. That's the moral of this story, Dev. A bit of care-thoriaith care for you on this episode. Snowden lasts forever, a river never ends. You sing a an English song, an English language song in Welsh. I think 
Tanacetamai. Oh my god, it rhymes. Yes! Yes! Almost. I struggled a bit with that last bit. I think you should do that. <laughs> I, just, I just did. Yeah, I know, but I think, I think you should do it more. I think you should do that for an hour. <laughs> Name a song. Um, we are the champions. Near Pencamp with a friend. Boom, boom. Above an incarium line of love, Tana Deworth. Boom, boom, boom. Near Pencamp with. Near Pencamp with. De Mamseri. Kosh with. We haven't really have a word for losers as far as I know. Oh, I just pinched the pinched the English one. I said just said Koshwid, which is just literally losers, but it's very, very weird in Welsh. Oh right. Uh, let me uh, Google translate that. Yeah, but it's kind of talking about winners. It actually, and, is Koshwid winners and losers, isn't it? Koshwid. I actually thought I just made that word up, but apparently it is the word. Do you know, I've forgotten all the Welsh that I learnt on Duolingo. Literally all, all of it. I can't remember a single bloody thing. I guess it's one of those where it's so different, you would have to really keep keep up with it to remember yeah. anything. It's quite disappointing because I put a lot of hours into learning the few words and sentences I could form, and it's all gone. I bet I could bring it back to you. What what were the sentences that you knew how to say in English? Oh, I don't even know. There was there was like a few a few things like eating, drinking, swimming. Eating begins with B. I don't know. Ah, boiter. Yeah. Okay. Dween boiter. No, I don't know. Keeg keeg. Yeah, that's what? I. I'm eating meat, or I eat meat. Dween boiter keeg, but <laughs> but. <laughs> What about um, ah Dewey them and Dewey them and Hoffy boy to keek? I don't like eating meat. Wow! Well then, you're a miracle worker. <laughs> All I said was eating begins with B. <laughs> this is your new method for teaching languages. <laughs> I'm going to be a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> Dewey them and Hoffy boy to keek. It's a miracle, Dad. <laughs> I just got like a, a hall full of people <laughs> wanting to learn French. Eating begins with M. And you just all start rabble rousing. It's like, Je parle français couramment. <laughs> C'est incroyable. <laughs> C'est un miracle. <laughs> the Reeves method. <laughs> You've just been Reeves. <laughs> I even laugh in Spanish. <laughs> what would a laugh in Welsh be? You're asking me. Well, we don't really. I'm, I'm asking you for this. <laughs> you're asking me. <laughs> I'm asking for like the stereotype oh, of a Welsh outrage. person laughing from a non-Welsh person. From, from <laughs> you know, it's funny. My English friend here, whenever he does a Welsh accent, he always starts it with "Ah." <laughs> Ah, I'm doing a Welsh accent, but It's funny, my nan was telling me earlier about she was in Tesco's today and she overheard an elderly Welsh couple 
so she she's very chatty. No, no, she's in England uh-huh. in a little town called Adelstone. So they were, you know, they were far from their natural habitat, and uh, she's very chatty and sociable. So she kind of she picked up on their accent and, and basically started speaking to them because they were Welsh. And it was like, you know, where are you from and stuff. They were from Pontypridd, and um, they're from where? Pontypridd. Uh-huh. Is that is that how you how do you how do you say it in in your tongue? Uh, Pontypridd. But if they Ponte weren't Welsh speakers, they would probably say Ponty. Ponty. Anyway, she went up and spoke to them, and they had a good conversation. Apparently, and she was doing an impression of them to me when she was relaying this back to me. And it was like really like you know growling when she was doing the Welsh people she was speaking to, <laughs> and she said she said that they were like uh, well thank you for talking to us so that is my nan's impression. <laughs> of, you. How's it going, loves? <laughs> well, thank you for talking to us. Now kindly go fuck yourself. <laughs> So what the fuck were they doing there? In Tesco or shopping? In, in Adelstone. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, well, they were buying bloody Welsh cakes, probably. I don't know. It isn't inconceivable that uh, Welsh... Well, I've, I've been there. <laughs> you ha- There you go. You're I living, assumed breathing, I was the only one. Living, breathing proof that uh, people have made it from your lands to mine. There can be only one. Oh, give it a rest. What? <laughs> Well, what is this? Some kind of fucking... There's a Highlander reference. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Just shut the fuck up, Dad. <laughs> Never heard you so irate. Whatever you, whatever you want to say. <laughs> I thought you were going to launch into some nationalistic bloody sing-song. But oh, you, you thought know... I was singing? <laughs> yeah, I thought, that... I thought that was some kind of Welsh chant. <laughs> That you that you shout at your rallies or something. Quote from the Highlander films. There can be only one, only one, only one. <laughs> Do you know what Highlander is, even? <laughs> Highlander it sounds Scottish to me. It was not even Scottish. It was like some American action film. <laughs> From the 80s. What the fuck has that got to do with Adelstone? I meant like I could be the only Welsh person to be in Adelstone. <laughs> and I was just quoting Highlander, which is a film where I think, I can't remember, I think he's like immortal, but there's like this group of immortals and they have to sort of fight each other. I guess they can kill each other because they can be only one. That's the thing. And is it based on a true story? No, it's a documentary, I think. <laughs> Say goodbye. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Ah.